The Pollyanna Cowgirl Records Podcast. Hi, this is Tony Pucci, host of the Pollyanna Cowgirl Records Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I play 12 great indie tracks from talented artists from around the world. The Pollyanna Calgo Records Podcast is now part of the Simply Syndicated Podcasting Network. Please visit simplysyndicated.com to subscribe to the feed, participate in the forum, and check out all of their great shows. The Pollyanna Calgo Records Podcast, indie music at its finest. Hello and welcome to Crimes Against Food. My name is Gloria Lind. <laughs> I'm Mia Steele, with less emphasis. <laughs> I was just thinking it was kind of revelatory. My name's Gloria Lind, oh my god! Oh, mine's Mia. Mia. What, Mia? Can't really... Your name I'm, is a little I, bit cool. I'm not gelling it though, I, I, it, it's not working for me, I think I'd rather be... What was that the name, Pandora? Pandora? Seems epic. 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 I think Mia's a great name. Yeah. I mean, everyone's kind of like, everyone's doing it nowadays. Everyone's but, called you know, Mia now. Yeah. It's really annoying. But Those there are snotty many nosed brats in supermarkets. Mia! Mia! Oh, God. Who started that off? Who got. Was that Kate Bloody Winslet? Bloody hell. Yeah. The name Thief. Who do you think she is storming in and taking my name? Damn her Bad eyes. Kate. Yeah. You see, I, I am. I keep saying that if I if I have a child, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name her something to kind of bring. bring bring a name back yeah. into the fold you know like edith i love edith as a name it's so nice i'm actually i kind of i joke about that one but but maud which is my grandmother's name that's so sweet though as well i love that name i really do i know and me too one of my friend um one of my friends one acquaintance really had had a baby girl and she named her eleanor which i think is lovely oh eleanor is a nice name but mm. i know a few eleanors actually uh. except they are mostly are known as ellie uh. But yeah, yeah, that's true. That's also true. Because I, th- I, I think, think it became unfashionable to be full named, wasn't it? Everyone had an abbreviation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think I could, you know, I was like, yeah, let's bring it back. And, you know, some kind of really old Percy, yeah, you know, some that's so lonely. old school Percival. name. I like, um, I've always had a thing about the name Reuben, just because it sounds, it sounds, it, it's, it's a bit sexy for a young boy to be named Reuben because it's such a kind of oh, yeah, gorgeous quite... man name, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Reuben. Oh, Reuben. <laughs> Put your clothes back on, Reuben. I mean, no, don't. And, um, and, and I really like those kind of like really full, rich sunny names that are really evocative, like Ruby. Yes. Although that. Ruby's like right on the trend. Is it? Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. Sorry. I must get, I must get my reading up to scratch with the whole baby name list thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's fashionable this year? And I like, um, I like Dot. Do you know? Dorothy. Actually, my sweet. favorite. Dorothea, I Dorothea think it's a fucking lovely. brilliant yeah. name. Yeah. It's like, how glamorous is that? Dorothea. Yeah. Amazing. But nice. uh, yeah. Well, you see, because there's, it's both a gift and a curse having an unusual name, though. Because the gift yeah. is that, you know, there isn't a hundred other people sharing your name. The, cu- the curse is you never find your name on those personalised nameplate things. <laughs> no. So you have to live your life without the mugs and key rings I like know. the rest of us. Yeah. I know. How 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 gutting is that? I, but how many times during my childhood did I look for my name? In vain. In, in vain. vain. And I'd always find a Mary. I am. I mean, <laughs> what did you find? Grace Victoria. Uh, you know, never, yeah. never Gloria. Never Gloria. 
I don't know why. I mean, in some countries it's quite common, but obviously me being in the UK, yes. Gloria, not so common. If I was Hispanic, you know, it would be much better. It would be fine, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it would be, be quite a well-known name. And um, But I, I love the name Gloria. And actually, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's a bit of a kind of, bit of a dark horse name because you, everyone knows the name. It's not an unusual name per se. It's just not used. It's not a common name, is it? No, it's not. And most people expect oh. me to be a lot older than I am. Yeah. Or or from a different heritage. <laughs> <laughs> stroke me, stroke me. Your name's so pretty. No, yours is. No, yours is. No, you. you. Stop. You're the nicest. Your coat is so shiny and your eyes are so big. <laughs> we, we are actually going to talk about food at some point. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We haven't been sampling the herbs. Because <laughs> 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 guess what this episode is about. <laughs> oh, how exciting. I, I impromptu segued. Um, <laughs> there's an episode about herbs, dear listeners. Herbs. Do you know what I just realised mm. when you made that segue? Uh-huh. I just realised, in my innocence, I hadn't even considered the reference of herb to the herb of which people smoke. I hadn't even thought about really? that. Oh. No, I'd just been thinking about culinary herbs. Oh, yes. You, you see, you can be, you're such a purist sometimes, aren't you, Gloria? I was like, only, <laughs> only culinary herbs <laughs> exist in my universe. I wonder if there's anything that the herb in question would improve the, the actual flavour of as opposed to just the after experience. I can't say I can no. think of many. It's not exactly one that, you know, you started to kind of eat as a... Um... <laughs> Imagine if you did. Yeah. Oh, I just, I, this twig smelled ace, so I, I, it's like a little dry bush bit, so I just snarfed it. And everything's been great since. <laughs> it's the kind of giraffe just loving it. I don't know why the giraffe was eating something at bush level instead of at tree level. Yeah. But, you know, hey, hey, you know, fine. maybe it's just a rebel giraffe. Yeah. Oh, the time. So, we thought we'd talk about herbs because, yeah. you know, they're a, they're a big part of everyday cooking life. And actually, there are some inappropriate uses of herbs, I feel. Not just smoking them. But, um, I yeah. don't know. I also think that... I always notice when I, when I over-herb a dish. Over-herb. Yeah. Is it possible to over-herb a I dish? I think it is. Do you? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I definitely think it is. Because I'm a bit of a junkie for it. I, I, would, I would just... I'd, you know, I'm, I'm all about Whereas bring I, it on. Yeah, you, you are. You, you're a bit of an addict to, to all these things. All these... All these non non medicinal herbs, can we say herbs? Herbs. herbs. Oh, what I, the I, dro- I dropped the H. Herbs. Herbs. Yeah. Herbs. We, first of all, we yeah, should we herbs. should we should let's just clarify that. Let's just clarify. There is an H. Yeah, because we're not French. So stop it. Herbs. No. There's a um, herb. Do you know? What I found out there's yeah. that's an actually that that pronounce pronunciation, pronunciation thing is a it's a kind of leftover from like the 19th century for some reason in the 19th century i think it was more common to say to drop the h off things and right. then and then everyone decided the correct pronunciation was to have the h except the united states continued to drop with the, the dropping h. of the h uh, but only with certain words how weird is that language is a complex tool it is a complex tool, just like me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so funny. So, the herbs in question that we're going to talk about, the nice ones, the tasty ones. Yeah, we're going to talk about the tasty ones, mm. but actually some of those tasty ones also have medicinal uses. Because mm-hmm. we should remember back in the day, this is what I find interesting. So we use herbs to flavour dishes, 
but we also use herbs for medicinal purposes because the things that make herbs taste of things also in some cases have been proven to have certain effects on our bodies well yeah which is quite cool it's cool and there are some things back in the day there used to be a herbalist like on the high street you'd Where go you see now i think that would sound like you being sarcastic like it was <laughs> like it was a modern euphemism <laughs> i'm going to see my herbalist <laughs> wink wink there is still a herbalist in south london that i have paid a visit to there's you know it's funny i think there's a shop in a shopping center called dr herbalist or something bizarre like that and and there's lots of advertising in the window for kind of easing inflammation well, you see, if you think about it, there's kind of, you know, Chinese medicine still has herbalists, yeah, doesn't it? Definitely. And, and if you've ever, I've spent many a, many a, a happy, happy kind of 10 minutes in the Chinese supermarket reading all the claims of whichever tea it is that I'm looking at the back of, which will make me thinner, taller, quicker, better, faster. Um, wow. Yeah, I know. It was a pretty amazing tea. <laughs> when are you going to stop this podcasting like and start saving the world? <laughs> you superhuman being, you. Yeah, for some reason it didn't actually live up to no. the claims on the back of the, the back of the packet. Uh, it must be something you're doing wrong. Maybe it was a salve and you were drinking it. <laughs> it was a, a poultice. <laughs> it, it was supposed to be a tea poultice and you I thought it was. Thing. I thought it was quite disgusting. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of the properties that herbs have are can mostly can happen by being ingested in some form. So you have lots and lots of different ways of, of taking yeah. them. A Tisan, a tisane. I'd never know how to pronounce it. I always say tisane. I think it's tisane. Is it tisane? Yeah, because it's from so. French. Yeah, yeah. which is basically a herbal infusion, so you can drink it like a tea. Do you know? <laughs> or you can chop them up. You know, I. It's it's strange that, that 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 you would say tisane whilst we're on a podcast and that you never know, run this by me before because I associate that with. I watched a program once and somebody was saying, oh. um you know, it's it's a kind of a civilized way in which to improve the the flavour and whatnot of one's bodily juices. Really, tisan. Mm-hmm. All you, the time, you, only for you, bodily juices. You can flavour yourself. Well, I know you can flavour. I've heard tell that one can mm. flavour yourself. I heard tell that you know, many pineapple yeah. adds a certain flavour. <laughs> Um, <laughs> a piquancy, a piquancy. <laughs> actually a sweetness apparently Lovely. must be the enzymes yeah. um good god who thought we would get that <laughs> on a podcast know. about herbs i'm so sorry everybody uh, yeah i really hope we just put the uh, not suitable for listening at work <laughs> tag on this podcast sorry so, um, <laughs> sorry to your boss we just said that yep yes we did two nice ladies talking yeah. about herbs <laughs> just talked about pineapple have it damn yes. damn we I know. It. terrible because i was like all of three minutes or something I know. <laughs> I, it was because we've been keeping it clean recently i know haven't we we've been doing very well it's been just, uh, I, I, i'm about to say things that could be taken the wrong way everything really? i say now seems 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 just wrong it's the carry it's on polluted. yeah i'm stopping right now and back back to the uh the, back to the herbs the herbs so there are kind of there are various things, and as with all of these things, unlike homeopathy, mm-hmm. which has no basis in science whatsoever, nope. some plants and herbs actually have things in them that work. Yes, like Saint John's Wort, though you wouldn't use it for its taste. 
no. has been shown to alleviate depression in some people although there is some caveats to that and it can interfere with other other, certain, medication, certain, yeah. uh, other medications but that's one that really works peppermint all has been taken over the years as um something which you have as a, a, a digestive yeah as a dish and actually peppermint oil is the remedy in some antispasmodic medications for really um, ibs Wow. It actually does because apparently that's what in IBS um, causes discomfort, and it stops it stops it stops the bowel spasming. That's really really interesting, actually. I yeah. know. You see, mm. herbs, powerful stuff, and yet we think of them as just like. I don't know about you, but I always think about herbs as um, the kind of archetypal herb garden, and the Elizabethans yeah. were the people who were really kind of. Um, we're really down on this. And unlike today, you know, I don't know, maybe because the quality of the food that they had available was kind of a bit shoddy, but and maybe because they wanted to show off, the, you know, the new plants that they were bringing in kind of post-Crusades. Post- because when we were doing research for this, we looked up like what, what herbs are native to the UK. And it's like, <gasps> wow, yeah. yarrow, really. It's the unpopular isn't it? <laughs> tasty 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 everything that you kind of like associate with um, kind of british cooking like you know parsley sage rosemary yeah all from different countries all imports um, disappointing i know i was I just thinking better of you england what the hell must have our cooking been like i know <laughs> been like no wonder there was so much suet around yeah <laughs> But the Elizabethans had the thing of the herb garden, you know, and, and, and they were constructed. So you have that thing of you have the pleasure, the sensory pleasure of walking through, you know, and, and the scent of, of enjoying herbs, not just for the things that you put in the cooking, but the scent, the perfume which they bring as well. So you kind of come out and you kind of walk past the lavender and as you kind That's of... That's a lovely idea. Yeah. And you, as you walk, walk by it, you know, yeah. you crush the leaves and you get the aroma. It's making me yearn for... You know, I know my own huge garden that, Damn can, it. If that, I, that I can potter about in long skirts and beautiful if, gardening gloves in. If I, if I if I had a garden, I would have a herb garden. It's yeah. no accident. It's no accident that um, I have I have two window boxes. And oh. I have a little balcony, and this you summer I I started to grow plants in them. And of course, being obsessed with food, I was like, I'm not going to go for flowers, so I grew herbs. Yeah. So sat on my window box, I've got tarragon, sage basil oregano and dill oh lovely i know it's pretty good very nice it was um i was about to leap in with i'm not much of a tarragon fan you know quite controversially but without without any real kind of reasons why i back it up and just not much of a <laughs> just fan of it like just do really like it i really like it do you? i really like what do you it. have it with um put it make it in a herb butter and rub it on chicken and okay tarragon and chicken and wine all together are like the things that are, are good in the world yeah or make a tarragon vinegar which i've also done which that is sounds interesting actually also tastes because because tarragon is so subtle though i mean it's kind of vaguely aniseedy you can hardly mm. taste it but if you put it in i think i've had it in something and, and, and known that it was in it and attributed to something that was unpleasant to that it's your fault tarragon <laughs> it was you tarragon. i'm off you now damn you well it is it's right there are some herbs right where I, I would just eat raw by themselves mm. like oregano I, I would nibble the leaves of dill i would nibble the leaves of peppermint yeah I would, all of these things i would i would 
eat. But tarragon, it's not much cop, really, no. eating by itself. It's a bit like, especially the kind of variety I've got. <laughs> Sorry, that's so that's such a geeky, boring thing. But <laughs> I had to research this when I was planting things. Apparently, there's two varieties. There's the Russian variety and the French variety. The French variety is less hardy than the Russian variety, uh, but it's more flavoursome. So which one do you have? I have got the Russian one. I couldn't yeah. get hold of the French one for love nor money. Well, Not in Wilkinson's, anyway. No. <laughs> so uh, you, you just don't have the choice these days, do you? <laughs> in no. your kind of multi-purpose homeware stores. <laughs> I know, shocked. Shocked appalling. But the reason I started, I started growing them was because... I got fed up with in supermarkets there are you can buy nowadays nowadays mm. if you go to the salad aisle you may notice there's some like sad little pre-packed kind of things of fresh herbs yes and sometimes in cooking nothing but fresh herbs will do that's true and I can I could never get hold of fresh tarragon ever could never get hold of fresh dill unless I went down to the to the Asian supermarket and I don't always have time to get down there mm-hmm. All the little basil plants they have are just die. Yeah. And it seems so wrong to be paying like £1.50 for a... Yeah, because they're really expensive. They're really expensive. It's like two quid for a bunch of fresh herbs. Ridiculous. So the, the frugal the frugal in me thought I would... I yeah, would grow your own. Absolutely. You grow the ones you like and then you've got them, haven't you? Yeah. And the, the, they'll just replenish themselves. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're going to last out the winter. I'm not... 100 percent sure that they're gonna last but we'll see we'll see what's left at yeah. the end of the, in, in february you know i'll kind of you know just start reviewing it i might oh. need to replant i mean they're only annuals i think but um you know but it's, it's been a great success and to tell you what revolutionized my cooking really yeah having a little having a little fresh thing on the um on the on the windowsill yeah you see the only fresh thing i have in is basil really that's it yes and just because my flatmate put it on the window, so I was like, oh, look, that's there. I might snip it off occasionally. But <laughs> Has it lasted, though? Have you not killed it yet? No, it's not dead yet. Oh, that's amazing. But it's, it isn't one of those, like, poultry sort of £1.50 that's only got four stalks because it's quite a beefy one. I think somebody, you know... Actually grew it. Actually it's grew actually it. got a yeah. root system. Yeah. Yeah, you see, because having the basil, having the dill, what have you, suddenly I'm kind of snipping them into dishes and kind of pounding up things and going, ah, mm. oh, look at this, it's, it's, all so, it's all so tasty and fresh and vibrant. The, especially but with fresh herbs, you can, I kind of, I, I could just eat like fresh basil by the handful. <laughs> and so I tend to murder the plants. It's, it's a massacre, thing, isn't you know? It? You get slightly, during the summer, I, I kind of had like an explosion of 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 things and I you know I ended up making various things with the herbs because they were just growing madly yeah. and now of course I'm slightly like oh no yeah I need this for the recipe but if I take it the plant might die <laughs> time to go back to dried yeah now why do you stand on dried what's I'm, your feelings about dried I'm a fan not for everything for instance I mean some things you know I can't really see a substitute for fresh basil is it's just so much more basilish than, than than dry. I have to say, basil is one of the things that just doesn't dry very no. well, does it? No, I've ne- I've never. There's this taste of dried basil, and if you've ever made pasta sauce, in fact, right, it's the taste it of dolmio. Almost like wood chippings or something. It's it weird. does. It's a taste of dolmio, and you just taste it, and you go, "This bears no relation to, to basil." To. Yeah, a bit like dried parsley as well. Also, something that just tastes a bit of kind of 
chopped leaf rather than mm. actually any resemblance. Whereas dried thyme, yes, dried oregano, reasonably satisfactory. Yeah, you see, I, I, I use dried oregano, um, thyme, marjoram. Um, uh, I've got several other things in my cupboard at home. I can't think now, but I do like them. And they're kind of, you know, it's economy, isn't it? Yeah. It's economy. And we just are the way we are. And we, we don't live in the kind of country where, where, where plants willingly spring to life beneath your feet. They're kind of... No, we do die. have a winter. And if yeah. we wanted to have basil, being as it's not native to our soil, unless you've got a conservatory, it's frankly, not gonna it's not going to be there. It's, it's difficult. And dried herbs, and I do think there's a, there's a place for them. I love lavender. I love thyme. Um, sage, ditto. I, I love sage in, in anything. Even kind of like shampoos and stuff, and you get nice kind of organic shampoos. <gasps> Lovely, but um, um, mint. I've used dry mint for when I'm just kind of when I want to want to knock up a little, you know, kind of like yogurty dip and things. Oh, and you see, mint and another one that might lay for me in the kind of disappointing, mm. disappointing dried. Although, although you can make mint sauce with it. It's wrong, but you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love mint sauce. <laughs> oh, it's, ace. it's a typical uh, British approach to herbs. Oh, we have this herb, you say. Oh, well, we'd better put vinegar on it. Yeah, pound it. <laughs> and then um, throw some sugar in there and make it like nothing it was before. Yeah, better put some sugar in there, just to be sure, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we have a... And, this, you know, it's kind of unfair because, you know, people think of, 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 of British food as not particularly herby. Well, I don't think that's true, or at least I think that we had a we had a much richer and more diverse heritage of using herbs in our cuisine than we probably do now. Yes, you know, like the kind of stereotypical. Because if you think about kind of British food, is like I don't know, roasts and toning the hall and all that. I'm thinking about all these things because it's winter and it's cold. Oh God, yeah, you know, and they're all so good. Yeah, and they're all kind of quite appealing right now. You don't think of the herbs that, that go with them that fuel it. No, I really don't. But I really don't. And, and and yet if I was staying in a different country and there was no there was no sort of like herb mentioned with a say a sausage dish or something, I think they were being boring. But here it's somehow fine. It's like people get away with it. Yeah. Although I think it's that that, that we've kind of maybe lost our palate or our repertoire. Because I don't I think, you know, British cooking did have did have herbs, you know, kind of threaded through yeah. it it's just i think we've we've become i think i think we're not actually that adventurous with our taste you see i'm a i am a bit of a taste junkie and you know i remember like the first time i kind of tried coriander and i was like this is amazing <sighs> first time i tried lemongrass this is amazing you yeah. know it tastes weird it tastes different you know i will eat fennel and dill and you know, all of those things mm. just because they've got they're really strong they've got a really strong taste so yeah it, it, dill i love dill you know Gosh. it's it's that kind of it tastes more than than something else it, it, it's a bit of a I yeah, don't it's know. intense, isn't it? Yeah, kind it's a bit of, of like a hit. There's a little acceleration to the dish. A bit of a taste but, hit. Um, but pe- people don't... Uh, this sounds like weirdness. People don't cook like they used to, but, you know, ready meals and things, you don't... Convenience affects such affects these in, in, in these ways. Like you, People don't have outdoor space like they used to. Everyone's living in tiny flats. Hmm. You don't... Nobody has, you know, a herb garden. Mind you, All though. the time to maintain one. You, you don't need you don't need very much space to grow herbs. So that's the beauty of them, is they do they'll grow on your little pot on your windowsill oh. and they'll they'll go and it's all nice. But I do think that yeah, it's not 
it's not really used and I, I do wonder why like sometimes if I'm making a dish and I have to say as we established at the beginning of the episode I can't believe that you know there's such a thing as too many herbs in a dish but I have cooked for people who've gone Mm, what what's that what's that although i do it, have, have it, it, it sometimes I, I think it can make it more fragrant than taste oh i see which, I, i'm quite which, up for which, more fragrance which can be a thing because it reminds me of those floral gem sweets you used to get as a child that i was always really, really suspicious of and think is it i don't get it am i i'm tasting it but i'm smelling it i'm tasting it but i'm smelling it and it's almost perfumed and, and I think you can cross a line with herbs mm. when, when it becomes uh, like perfumed, perhaps. I think the only line I would I would have with with herbs on the opposite is I you know I could I quite like a dish that's perfumed. You know mm. things that rose is added to dishes, and I'm like, oh yes, it's perfumed, it's lovely. I've got this weird rule though that about there's certain herbs that you can't use with each other, like, like, um, like I probably wouldn't. So sage and rosemary, that's okay. Yeah. I'd be unlikely to put sage and coriander together. Or I'd be unlikely to put... I'd use parsley and dill together. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. But you see, using oregano and thyme, you're just kind of duplicating the flavour. So I probably wouldn't do that. I've got, And I don't believe you should have more than about three herbs per dish. Yeah, okay. You should never put more than, than kind of three herbs in, no. I reckon even if it, you know, the recipe says so. No, I'm not putting that in. Screw you. It creates a kind of complexity that your brain probably can't deal with at the time. Yeah, can't cope I with don't recognise what's going anymore. It's become, and, and then, you know, a worse thing happens. You've taken time and trouble over something and it becomes bland because you can't interpret it. Yeah, you need to give, you know, you need to give room to the flavours of herbs to speak. And herbs are kind of so intense that you can, they do, they, they do, do speak blossom. to you. They, spe- they, they speak, speak to me. I mean, I really like salsa verde, which yeah. is, I mean, that more or less taste of capers and anchovies. But, mm, you know, oh, it's flipping. It's the tastiest thing in the whole world. But that's got three herbs in it. And it's basically herbs, garlic, anchovies, capers, oil. <laughs> and yeah, I'm the kind of person I could, I could eat that by the spoonful. Oh, sick. <laughs> sick. <laughs> I never put basil and oregano together. Do you not? No, because to do that. they're very like, um, for me, they feel very distinctly like, like they have an individual cuisine to them, like basil, Italian, oregano, Greek. You, you were what? saying this about oregano has that, like, that, yeah. that whole overtone of being very Greek to you. And, yeah, like, it is. Because they use it a lot, don't they? And, and so now I just, even, I mean, if somebody told me that the flavours were actually complimented with that, I, I'd believe them. But for me, I just can't, my brain won't accept it. It's like, no, you can't have both of them together. They fight. They fight. One, one's Italian, <laughs> one's Greek. They won't get on. It is the magic power of herbs, though. You can make something taste like it's like <laughs> authentic Greek. Deploy the oregano. Yeah. <laughs> on anything. Oh, I love it. Chips. Oregano. Oh, yeah, defo. Yeah. A, bit of, a bit of oil and vinegar on some chips and some oregano thrown on it. It's, it's, it's magic. <laughs> magic. Deploy the basil. It's Italian. Well, it does. It does feel that way, doesn't it? Particularly fresh Italian. It's but then, true. Yeah, I, I always associate fresh basil with um with either kind of like really quick pasta dishes. You just throw some cream and things, or 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 just your kind of tomato and mozzarella salads. Mm. Really like summery kind of 
Moorishness, mm. waking up the whole platter to yourself and people look at you in disgust. Mm, disgust. disgust. <laughs> Sage and rosemary, British roast dinner. Yeah, very much so. Isn't it amazing? Sage by itself on bread. Italian. Mm. Focaccia. Is of the, course. The herb that you use on it. It's the magic of herbs. But we do, we, we work with quite a limited palette to say yeah. there's so many kind of hundreds, hundreds And it's of like herbs. anything else. You get stuck in a rut. Yeah. You find you, you find the kind of milk you like in your coffee. You have a juice that you like the best. And that's the one you keep in stock. And and with herbs, when there's when there are a couple that you like and that you use. And I mean, being honest, I'm, I'm not like you. You are, you know, you really do experiment quite a lot with the cooking. I tend to have a sort of a constant a, a seasonal kind of wardrobe of dishes that i make all the time for about six months <laughs> and then, i don't know i think i do that as well and I then i change through. them a bit and, and 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 so often i'm just buying the same things in and in and again all the time and so i you know i'm never out of oregano and i'm never out of dill mm, dill but it's, it's kind of i've realized yeah that it's it's about having that vocabulary and growing the herbs made me realize that it suddenly expanded my yeah. culinary vocabulary because I had access to tarragon so it meant that the things I wanted to make that had that kind of undertone of it suddenly became part of my repertoire and and the dill as well mm. you know having access to dill made me have that access to it and when I started I started kind of exploring kind of Middle Eastern food and I realized that I'd always thought that coriander was a, a, a kind of quite a, a thing within that but it's not it's parsley and dill that are kind of really yeah key to it and yeah it was nice to have a, a bit of an expansion i'm thinking i'm wondering what i need to do next to kind of expand it a bit further i really think i mean for me it's about meat with herbs as well i kind of i feel a bit oh i just that's how i like them best <laughs> you know, on meat <laughs> I just, I just, I just want my herbs on meat, meat and that's all there is to makes it. Just everything meat better. makes everything nice. <laughs> um, I mean, God, when you think about kind of like you know herbs on say like a chicken, herbs oh. chicken. Mia, yeah? I'm really hungry. This I know, me, me too. I'm just, I'm, I'm getting. Oh God, images in my head of like the food I could just wolf down right now. But, um, and but I, I, I'm getting really interested in the in in sweet dishes having herbs in and additions like we were I was talking before and you were saying you've had lavender in, in sweet things before and I have yeah and um like the kind of going back to the old like uh, things that were once fashionable becoming fashionable like violet creams and things and oh, and sort of making creams. those kind of things popular again and I really like um I've, I was looking at a recipe for kind of a Turkish delight like rose scented kind of syllabub thing Ooh. which I was really interested in making which um which I was going to make the next time I had you around for dinner you know oh, really? with, with some chocolate biscuits Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know I you want it now, now, don't you? Huh? Yeah, I'll huh? be, I'll be there straight <laughs> over. What's your favourite herb, Mia? That's, I mean, it's a bit of a weird one to ask. Mm. But if there was one, di- one herb that you like, I said to you, okay, there's like you can pick only one herb that you can kind of cook ah! with. Ah, uh, one herb to cook with ever. One herb to one rule herb. them all. Or okay, maybe, maybe to make it fairer, one herb that you could never have again. Which would make you the saddest to lose? I'd be not for food reasons, really, but just because I love the smell for every other reason, and for the fact that as 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 a plant, I just I just love it. Lavender, really, just lavender. It. Yeah, oh, I just love it. Yeah, just just the smell. 
Yeah, and I'm such a hooligan. I always crush a bit as well. Oh, squeeze, yeah. squeeze you. That's what you know. That's what they do in herb gardens. Mm-hmm. You know, you crush, crush the leaves as you walk yeah. by in oh. your in your in your beautiful little and it's herb just, garden. It's really kind of it's really soothing and nice. And and so for those not not for actual culinary, but just for personal kind of like enjoyment. Yeah, parsley, parsley, parsley's mine. I know that's such, such a, a weirdo thing you're to such say. You're a herb tart, Glory. You know, next week you'll be all like, it's all about marjoram. You know what? You've sussed me. It's the truth. It probably would be. It probably will be like, yeah, it's all about marjoram. It's because my parsley plant's been poorly and I've been looking at it and I t- can't tell you the number of times I've gone, this would be improved by parsley. Damn you, parsley plant. <laughs> but there are different types of parsley. What kind of parsley is yours? Is it flatly or curly? Curly. Curly. I mean, to be honest, I think curly and flat look about, taste yeah. about the same, really. Really? Yeah, I maybe, do. Maybe flat's a little bit easier to chop. Maybe curly's a little bit easier to well, chop. Well, I tend to think I, whichever's cheapest, I, I, I go for. <laughs> yeah. Usually what I'm ruled by, too. Yeah. Uh, what's cheaper? I'll have that. Yeah. You think of any inappropriate uses of Inappropriate herbs. uses? Uh, put, putting something in, say, a chocolate dish that doesn't belong there. Oh, for my me, gosh. Imagine tarragon in, 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 in a pud. Oh that would my be... God, that's horrific. Yeah, yeah. That's a total crime. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I can even top that. But you've just gone straight in Although... with with something so horrific. <laughs> I'm kind of just kind of like, whoa. Dude. Heavy, isn't it? Heavy, man. <laughs> Tarragon in chocolate. Yeah. Or or say, you know, oh, well, I, I keep going back to tarragon as, as the bad one, but say <laughs> oregano as... Um, Oregano cheesecake? Anybody? <sighs> no. Oh, yeah, oregano and yeah, because oregano and cheese. I'm not really feeling unless it's feta. Yeah, you know because no, it's, it's great. But but cheesecake sweetness and oregano. Yeah, no <sighs> parsley rice pudding. No. <laughs> no. But then I don't think I can't think of I can't think of anything that would be all right with rice pudding. Really, that's a herb. <laughs> Rose lavender. Okay, all right. If you're talking actual essence instead of shavings of of, of the well, original, little leaves of lavender in rice pudding. Honest, honest. It, really? would, it would almost be plausible. I reckon you're going to have to try it out. I know. I am. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to try it out. Um, I'm trying to think of a savoury one that just you know you just be like what the hell? What the hell? I don't think lavender like... would be difficult to do in in some savoury. I mean, like I can't imagine lavender chicken. Mm, yeah because it, it, yeah. it would make it again perfumey what about perfumey. what about dill in a loaf of bread i see i think i'd like that oh you're a deviant i, I, I think i'd really like that i'd probably just eat that I, you know any kind of oh god i was <laughs> <laughs> go on share don't don't don't, don't, don't try and hide you know away. you I can't. I just can't. <laughs> you know Damn. when you take your whole hand and clench it and kind of like hollow out the inside of a loaf. <laughs> <That's> so good. <laughs> uh, and, and you kind of get all the good bit in the middle. Ah, <laughs> oh, I leave you, you crusty shell. Mm. Give me your plentiful insides. I've never done that. I really want to do that. Oh, it's it's, it's great because then, like, if, especially if it's a dome blow, for whoever goes to pick it up, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's completely empty from the bottom up. That's like some kind of <laughs> thing. <laughs> beauty mm. of herbs is that they give you a sensory experience as yeah. well as as a you know, it's and a they full make you, sensory yeah. experience. And I think often. 
they um things like um really strong and memorable scents make you feel very kind of located where you are like sort of planted in yourself Sense in that space and time yeah and you know who you are and and you feel very present because you know other things are happening it's not just about the stupid voice in your head like, oh what am I doing today and then oh last week I said that was embarrassing and he's pretty and that book's all right but I don't like the way they say that word and I'm hungry and and you know there are distractions physical world distractions and herbs have that they have that presence Mm. that you know that they're there and because usually green green stuff you know it's it looks good but it's just there but herbs they 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 indelibly so it's yeah. space and time they intrude upon you and and, and like make themselves an talk. interruption yeah although they're also associated with memory like because the, because they have the smell i guess mm. like cooking with them you know has that certain smell there's um making a tomato kind of sauce base with garlic and uh basil and a little bit of dried chili just reminds me frying in olive oil um just reminds me so much of a place I used to work and that was the base for all of their tomato sauces and it's just immediately I'm 16 years old you know and I can just smell that in the kitchen what kind of of chili did they put in just like dried or dried like dried bird's eye chili just a just a tiny little bit Mm. like um almost using it like you would pepper yeah so there wasn't a lot of heat to the sauce, but it was just a very small yeah, amount. Just, just she used to shred up, like have handfuls of the basil, shredding it up. And, you know, like, because they made it in big, oh, wow. big kind of saucepans, yeah. big, almost like jam pans <sighs> and, um, and, and kind of enormous kind of tubs of, of, of tinned tomatoes. But yeah, just slicing up the, the garlic really finely, um, in the, putting in the hot oil and they put the basil into the oil. So they put Ooh. it in. They put it in. They put it in it with the guts. Yeah, a little bit, not a lot. They put it in just after after the garlic and the a little bit of chili. Then they put in the basil. Then they put in the tomatoes. Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah, no, it's a very very evocative evocative space moment. Time it really does that feeling. It? Yeah. yeah, I think that's that. They are quite potent because they do stir a lot of memories, and you always you know they're. I mean, it's the whole like oregano is Greek and basil is Italian thing, <laughs> but that's that's just how you feel, and it's because at some point I've been having a very distinctive Italian meal, or I've been in Greece and I've been saying to my mum, I remember saying this actually once, they put it on everything. <laughs> I got a pizza. It's on pineapple for God's sake, and it tasted amazing. So, really? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were saying that Thai food is coriander, and I disagreed with you about that. Yeah. But that's a time space thing, isn't it? But that is because I mean, I, I, I was kind of like telling you earlier i was walking through a market in bangkok and it was it was really strange because we didn't realize because we were completely rubbish <laughs> we had no idea what was going on we were just walking around with our heads in the clouds no idea we know where we were walking even this really kind local took us in hand and it was like tomorrow is a, it's a big celebration day for the king it's 60 years since he took the throne and um, and they're really they're really kind of fanatical monarchists there they love the royal family mm. so much and um and apparently, you know, that they're, they're, they've been really quite decent people. And and his colour's yellow. So he's like, you've got to go down to the markets and look at all the flowers because they're all going to be yellow in his honour and it's all going to be on the river tomorrow and you get to see it today being prepared and everything. Mm. So off we tried. And at the time, I was having this, like, huge, I hate coriander thing. <laughs> and particularly the fresh. 
because it is just so in your it's face. It's so potent. Yeah, it's not subtle, is it? It's not at all. It's not. It's and, like, um, I'm fucking coriander. Yeah. <laughs> That's cilantro for those of you who choose to be deviants and pronounce it as herbs. <laughs> Devils. And, um, and, Only kidding. Uh, yeah. I turned the corner and, the, and my friend who I was on holiday was like, oh, this is amazing. Look at these. And there were just huge, huge baskets of it. Massive, massive sort of wicker urns that could, you know, fit cows in huge just stacked everywhere full of coriander it was like walking into a wall of, of, of the pure oily smell oh man i hated it and i'm going could we go now please and being really whiny and whingy and just annoying and um she's like but mia isn't this wonderful she had a great time for her that's a sensory experience that she you know enjoyed and yeah. she, she mentions it still because it was so you know indelible and massive yeah i mean coriander's yeah. a pretty strong smell you know you're gonna well yeah it's gonna just impact on you isn't it and and now i mean i, I actually like it coriander now mm. but it's one of those things that it took me a while to get used to and then i've turned a corner with it but th- then <laughs> I, I was kind of like you know i just have my face scrunched up thinking this is stupid who likes this this is rubbish <gasps> and yeah almost that's almost a sensory assault yeah. isn't it you know yeah. like crimes against food this this herb hurt me <laughs> it hurt my senses <laughs> have you ever met anyone who's kind of like because i know, i do know people who virulently like there are some herbs they just won't even go near they won't touch dill seems to evoke that really yeah I but know. it's so good i know but it's, it is an odd taste it's kind of like earthy and you know grounded and stuff mm. i i'm not very adventurous with my herbs i tend to use them where people tell me they should be used you know basil tomato pasta sauce things like that um, organic Greek dishes, dill, fish for me always means yeah. it, it, it means fish. You know, it's kind of synonymous with it, and that's how I've always used it and stuff. And I, I am pretty boring though. I wouldn't, you know, go yeah. out there and stick it in something amazing like we bread, still. like you said. <laughs> carrot salad. Ooh, make used to make it grated carrot salad with dill and lemon. That it sounds really nice. Way nice used to do it. Also, chop up fresh dill in um, with parsley in kind of like you know like bulgur dishes, bulgur wheat and couscous and things like that. Oh, yes, yes. I've never used bulgur wheat in anything. It's well, it's basis of tabula. I, I mean, I've, I've had it, but I just—it's it's just not something I would buy in because I'd be a bit kind of nonplussed and think, oh, "What do I do with you?" I used to call it vulgar wheat when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "How hilarious!" Am I? Is this when you were competing for the prize of the cutest child? <laughs> Yeah, couscous with couscous in bulgur. Was Calculatingly vulgar. appealing. <laughs> you, Gloria seems cute, but she's actually got a notebook upstairs where she's keeping a tally of all the points she's made that day. <laughs> this one, this was a five pointer. Vulgar eat. Oh, Gloria! I was that child who, who referred to vulgar wheat. You know. Volga was in my vocabulary. Lovely. Yeah, I know. I was the child who said, "Perhaps it shall chance to rain." Precocious me. <laughs> oh, gee. amazing! It's almost medication time. We really should go. <laughs> I know. Do you know what it is? It's your description of chicken that has absolutely ruined me. Why? Because I'm thinking about roast chicken, chicken with a kind of tarragon butter, oh. and it's killing me, man. It's killing me. Well, this has been a short and sweet one. Yeah, it's mostly because it's hard to find crime. Yeah, in, in herbs. I think I think messages herbs are good. We need to expand Probably, our vocabulary, yeah. but generally... Yeah, if, if there's something awful out there, we want to know. Like, yeah, you know. is there a really disgusting... The one thing I did think about with medical uses of herbs as, a, as an emetic, like the Romans used to use them, <laughs> basically 
makes you vomit. So there are people going, let me eat this. It will make me vomit. Why would anyone ever want to feel like that? It's just grim. I don't know. I don't know. People are weird. When you're being sick, you're actually thinking, I never want this to happen ever again. This is just the worst thing. Oh, God. I know. I know. Is it? I've never got that. It just reduces. You're just weak and trembly and crap, aren't you? You can't do oh, anything horrible. when you feel nauseated. Oh, oh, don't remind me. Although there are some things, herbs that are really good for, for combating nausea. But, oh, really? Yes. Well, peppermint is quite good. Mm. Ginger. It's not really strictly a herb. It's more of a spice. But mm. that is really good for nausea. Ah, you know, interesting. Yeah. Good for morning sickness and general sickness. Just in case you need those tips. <laughs> Thanks for that, Gloria. <laughs> I could see you looking a bit peaky, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thought I'd pass that on. Wonderful. Yeah. Cheers. I'm always happy to oblige. Back at you, you cow. <laughs> if you've enjoyed these ramblings, and my God, we rambled today, yeah. um, you can uh, listen to more of our stuff on www.simplysyndicated.com. Um, did you know that we now have an app for simplysyndicated.com? Shut up. I know. How cool is that? That's well modern. I, I don't even have a phone that could accept an app. <laughs> <laughs> an app? Is that an application? <laughs> is that an apology? Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. How sexy is that? I know. Going places. Really Modernity. going places. Dragging me along with it. <laughs> Screaming. No! No, don't take me. Um, and there is also forums if, if you want to tell us about disgusting herbs. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't believe there are any disgusting. There must herbs. be something awful out there. Come on, surely, surely. Yeah. But you know, maybe if you want to. This from the people who send us pictures of chickens in a can and things. <laughs> there's bound to see something still, horrific. Yeah. Still the bar for still the awful. most disgusting <laughs> thing ever, apart from goblin meat pies. <laughs> <laughs> delightful uh i've been uh gloria lynn i've been me a i hope you've enjoyed listening thank you Ta-ta, bye, bye.